Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pags Show. Plenty coming your way. I'm going to outline some cases in front of the Supreme Court this month. Actually, in the, in the coming months. Five cases that you should be very interested in. I know, you might not be into politics, you might not be into Supreme Court, might not be into, but you're into your rights as an American, and these all really can and will in some form or fashion affect your rights or lack thereof. So we'll get into that. We certainly have that. Stephen Colbert, Colbert, whatever, um, I guess he had had a crew that was illegally in the Capitol, and um, I guess he's blown it off like it's not a a huge deal. Um, Of course, it's a huge deal if people went into the Capitol, not the rioters. But there were people that were welcomed into the Capitol on January 6th by the Capitol Police, and some of them are still locked up. I mean, the rioters deserve to get what they get. But those who were just there didn't do anything wrong. They were actually welcomed in by the Capitol Police. There's video of it. Um, Stephen Colbert doesn't think that his his crew should get the same sort of treatment as those who weren't doing anything destructive on January 6th. We'll, we'll outline that story for you as well. Plus, we've got a PAGS parody today. I played it for you in the, in the first hour. Have not played it since the first hour. So uh, make sure you, you stick around for that. Hopefully you'll enjoy it on your Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Oh, yes. Let's go. Right, Carrie? Am I right? Bring it. It has been brought in. Come on. Taco. I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. A little salsa, I'm ready to The original? Go. Taco. There you go. Enchilada, no cheesy nachos. Uh-huh. Bring it now. Uh-huh. Now me and Polo, we'd like the hot sauce. You betcha. Joe Cause he's the boss. Come on now. Every time. Lighten them up. She's full of corn tortillas and beans. Uh-huh. Taco. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. Taco. I'm eating tacos with Polo. Taco Tuesday. Yes, sir. Taco Tuesday. You know it. Taco Tuesday. Taco. Come on, Polo. Taco. My man. All right, then let me ask you this. Now, a serious question. We know that taco is a Spanish word, right? As far I mean, as you you're rolling know. your eyes, isn't it? As far as you know, yes. All right, so what's the translation? What does it mean in English? See? Pretty good question, right? Does uh, it mean sandwich? Does it mean thing? What is it's gotta mean something? Uh maybe it's the same thing. Well, I mean, obviously we've stolen it from from Spanish and we use it in English, taco, obviously. But like fajita, that must mean something, right? I mean, isn't there a, a literal translation of these words? Like chorizo, what is chorizo? Uh, it's a form of sausage, I believe. Right, but does it literally mean sausage? No, I think it's a type of sausage. All right. Carrie, I'm bringing it. Listen, I'm bringing it today. Yeah, thought-provoking tra- questions. Hey, well, think about it. I mean, honestly, spaghetti is an Italian word. What does spaghetti mean in English? Noodles? Pasta? No, things? I don't know. It could be just spaghetti. No, spaghetti. no. We can't be stealing words from languages. I want to know what the translation is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully somebody have an answer for you. I, I think I, there's a linguist out there right now going, damn it, I've been waiting for for 17 mm. years for him to ask that question. Mm-hmm. What does taco mean? Is It means like 
sandwich or something. I don't know. But it's got to mean something, <laughs> right? Sandwich. Oh, why, why can't sandwich? it just mean taco? It's a taco. It's a taco, taco in Spanish. Means taco. It's a taco in English. Or I've hit on something that's thought provoking as usual. I um, Polo. The Polo seems very into this. He's like, hey, what the hell does fajita mean? I don't know. Or have you never thought about that? I've never thought about that, actually. Polo, did you ever think about that? No, I just eat the food, man. <laughs> Sam, anything on this? I mean, I, I have thought of that, but I, I guess I came to the same conclusion. I mean, taco just means taco, right? Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling you. Yes, I mean. I mean. Right. Exactly right. It might mean rap. It might mean something like that. Carrie, why are you all beside yourself? I I am bringing the thought-provoking. This is thought-provoking talk. You're You're not finding this crap on Hannity. Let me tell you something. I know. (laughs) Well, maybe I'm hungry. Maybe the man's hungry. Mm. Maybe that's what's going on. Okay. I wonder what enchilada means. It should be a rule. What what does it mean? Enchilada. I don't know. You tell me. Well, obviously, it means it means um, a you know thing made out of flour. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. I have no idea. No clue. I'm telling you, like tortilla. Certainly a Spanish word. Mm-hmm. Got to mean something. Why can't we just accept that that's what they call it? So that's what why we're going to Why are we stealing words? Why are we stealing words from people? Why can't we have a literal translation? If <laughs> right. I go to Google Translate right now and I put in taco, it's going to say taco in English? Probably. It'll freak you out. Try it's, it. <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's not a that sandwich. Would crack me up. No, that would be very be funny. Dumb. All right, so I'm going to waste some time now. This is Big Ten Broadcast time. Hold on a second. Oh, man. (laughs) Now I have to put it in. Uh Uh-huh. All right. And that. Okay. I'm going to detect the language. I'm going to put in fajita. Let me see what language it detects. It detected Japanese. Come on, dude. (laughs) I promise you it detected Japanese. Do taco. What the heck? Let me click Spanish. It's thinking like Fujita, probably. Yeah. It did, but I but I spelled it fajita. Um, okay, I'll do taco. Let's see what taco does. Taco. The, the English the English translation is in fact taco. Hello. And there's a little symbol next to it. It's not even a taco. It's like a person. What is that? What is this crap? I'm telling you, Google Translate screwed. Um, now it says it's a noun. It means taco, fajo, bolita, tapon, guata, and leo. I have no idea why it says all those things. Are those all names for tacos? Mm, that's news to me. I, I think I think Google translates on crack right now. That could be. Okay, let's put an enchilada because that's going to be a good one. Bam. The enchilada. English word for enchilada is enchilada. Yeah. And there is no there's Told no alternative you. words. Yeah. So we're just wholesale stealing words from people. Racist. Well, there should be a literal translation. Word. No, that doesn't have to be. It has to be it's a translation. Enchilada. But then again, I have heard people speaking Spanish who'll throw in an English word in the middle. Such like as. like parquer. Parquer. That is not how you say park in, in Spanish. But for some reason, San Antonio Spanish is parquer. That's to, um, to park. Mm-hmm. And it's not the Spanish word to park. Or drive. They use a different word for drive in actual, like Castellón Spanish. Yeah, well, it's Spanish. Tex-Mex. It's a little different. Right. It's a little bit of mix. And, and I'm like listening to it and go, man, I can speak Spanish. When in reality, they're using a lot of English words. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I mean, at the end of the day, what I have is um, uh, just a couple of questions. I, I just want to know. Hmm. Taco has to translate to something, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. You know, all this food it's talk. I need to taco. go eat a taco now. Just now, in, in 17 years, how many times have I brought tacos in for the crew on Taco Tuesday? Zero. 
would you guys stop being such sour pusses about it? If I if I got you guys tacos on Taco Tuesday? Uh, I would. I would enjoy that. Polo anything? I mean, if it would ever happen, maybe, yeah. But you won't. Well, what, is, what does that mean? I'm very generous. I'm a generous person. Okay. Don't start. June's almost over. <laughs> you know what that means. It's the second quarter is ending. Anyway, um, 888-941-PAGS. I don't care what you think the translation of taco is. I'm going to go with sandwich. Can I call it a Spanish no, sandwich? No, it's not a Spanish sandwich. <laughs> what would no. you call it? You got like bread-like stuff. That'd be like a, a I would flour think taco. maybe like a gordita or something. No, okay, let's put in gordita. Taco. This gordita just means a little fat person, doesn't it? Well, no, it's uh, something that you eat. I thought the gordo is, was fat, isn't it? I think so. Okay, gordita is chubby girl. That's what I thought. Oh. That's what I said. Polo, what's a gordita <laughs> I, that you eat? Oh, I think you're thinking of a torta. No, they're called gorditas. Oh, no, you can go to Taco Bell and get a gordita, but it actually literally means chubby girl. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm t- I was talking about the food item. Well, I'm telling you, Google Translate says, uh-uh, why are you calling girls chubby? Oh, man. I mean, when I see, like, what I'm seeing, the gorditas are, they're basically like a, kind of like a pita. Yeah, yeah, and you stuff the meat and cheese and lettuce and tomato in it's there. It's like a right? pouch type kind yeah. of thing, yeah. But, like, a sandwich type is is considered, it's called a torta. Mm. I can't believe you guys go to Taco Bell and order chubby girls. We don't. I, I told you what it meant, though. It meant, well, I oh, thought Ita meant little. I you, yes, but I wasn't talking about. Like my aunt, who was girl. from Guatemala, called me Jose Lito. Little Joey, which I didn't like. I was like, stop calling me that. I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Sam, anything on this or are you just getting hungry? I'm starving right now. Yeah, give me some gorditas and some tacos and some enchiladas and don't call me Jose Lito. Okay, I did a, a PAGS parody today. I had to make fun of Leah Thomas, who will not be able to compete against the women in international competition, should not have been able to compete against women in uh, in national competition. Not really sure why Leah Thomas ever got a pass and was allowed to do any of this stuff because, I mean, Leah Thomas is a an XY, is a male, so I'm not really sure why we were ever here and uh, ever allowed this to happen. But uh, I made the decision. It's been a while since I've done a parody. This is the PAGS parody. Um, I, I believe I called it You Can't Swim. Let's go. No, you couldn't beat the men's team. Always lost, no chance it did seem. You were slow, your shot to win was a no-go. You came in last, you were ranked really bad. So bad. Really bad. Not so fast. Come on. So you came up with a new plan. You denied that you were a man. You'd roll your hair out and say you're a girl. Got away with it for a time. Trick the world with your curls. Give me that chorus. Let's go. You can't swim if you want to take on women. You can't swim against chicks anymore. You can't swim 
your feet are twice the size of bears. You can't swim. What's that thing under there? No, what is it? You're a bountiful foot higher. Twice the muscles on your thighs and that made it clearly unfair from day one. Did you think we'd just cheer you on as if you won? Now you're done with your fun. Can't swim, everybody, let's go. You can't swim against the girls anymore. You can't swim. Close the women's room door. You can't swim. Wasn't fair from the start. You can't swim with your man I really, I really did screw the end up. It should have been with your man parts. But there you go. A Pag's parody, You Can't Swim. I don't know. I looked over. I, thought, I felt like you were swaying in your, in your seat a little um, bit. No, no. I wasn't doing that. Now, no. did, you, did you find yourself in, uh, in need of pulling out the, the John Bon Jovi picture? Yes. So you did need that for this one? I did. Yes, indeed. So without that, you might have been in pain. But now you're okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. It works. All right. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I'm the one who sent it to you. I'm going to take credit for that at least. I know. All right. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Your thoughts on the PAGS parody. You can't swim. And I really do. I probably have to go back and change those words too with man parts. I don't know why I said a man heart. Although man heart, his heart is uh, you know, bigger than, than those of the women. But there you go, little PAGS parody. It's been a while. It was between that and singing about having COVID, which I still might end up doing. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We'll break down some Supreme Court cases that are happening right now and much more on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. If you like the parody, love to hear from you. Now, I do get, this is from Sean over on um, on Twitter, Carrie, and, and Polo and Sam. This is interesting. Now, I guess there is a background, according to Sean, of taco. Tacos were invented in Mexico before the Spanish arrived. In Mexican Spanish, taco means light meal but also wedge or plug. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't okay. call a taco a plug, to be honest with you. In fact, it's the op- it has the opposite effect uh, on me. You know what okay. I'm saying? No. What? No, what? No, Polo, anything? No? I mean, unless there's cheese. Well, that's true. If you get extra cheese, it could. I, I see the plug aspect. Um, experts have made guesses about the indigenous roots of taco, like the Nahuati or no, Nahuatl, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, um, Tlaco, which is T-L-A-H-C-O, half, or in the middle. That's interesting. Now, that's a I, I, hmm. light snack makes sense to me. Sure, 
Sure. So he's saying not a sandwich. Yeah, didn't think so. I mean, doesn't a sandwich usually consist of two separate pieces? Well, I don't know. I mean, if I take peanut butter and jelly, put it on one half of a piece of bread, or just one piece of bread, not two, and then I fold it over, are you telling me that's not a sandwich? That's a taco. I think it is. <laughs> it's a peanut butter and jelly taco? Yeah. Carrie, anything? You're, no. you're a mama. You've been making peanut butter and jelly for the kids forever. What do you think? Um, I don't think it's a taco, no. I think it's a sandwich. Well, it's not a taco, but isn't a it a sandwich? sandwich if I still, let, yeah. Let's say I take a piece of ham and a piece of cheese and some mustard and I fold one piece of bread over it. It's still a sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. Light meal makes sense. That actually, that seems to make sense to me. Or wedge. It looks like a wedge. Mm-hmm. You can either I eat it or you can that. wedge the door open with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really sure where a plug comes into play, but it is funny to say plug, isn't it? Uh, no, because I'm not. No, let's see, don't be a prude. 12. You're going to go the whole way home. You'll be laughing at the word plug. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Come on. No. All right. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Had fun with that parody, but I really do believe in retrospect, I could have ended it with man parts, although I did say, what's that thing? I did say the word thing in the song. That was mm-hmm. something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people would appreciate if you changed it, though. Parts. So, so you're going to make me go back and work some more? I think you after should. After I get off tonight? I really do. Yeah. Whatever, Lockie. Let me go to uh, Dewey, who's in Minnesota. Dewey, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. I was worried about listening to another one of your parodies because they're all so bad. But I got to tell you, I was singing along with this one. You had a whole lot, buddy. Well, I, I, Dewey, thank you. I, that must mean this one sucked because if he liked it and didn't like the other ones, the other ones were all great. So I'm not really sure. You know what I mean, were Carrie? I? No, I don't know what you mean. Maybe, maybe he's listening to it on his phone because... This phone's on. That's, that's right. <laughs> if he's hearing it on the phone, that's why he liked this one. If it's coming through the, your phone, Dewey, it, it, this one sucked too. Trust me. Now, there was one. Listen, I, I, I'm completely uh, an open book here. Somebody called in and said, I didn't like the parody, but Sam, they hung up. I, I was willing to take that one. They hung up and they called back and hung up again. So, you know. Well, then they're I, just stupid know. faces. There you go. We, we gave you a chance. You could have lit me up. But uh, no, l- listen, I had to do something today because, Carrie, you and I have talked about this off the air. I, I cannot do the death and destruction and politics mm-hmm. grind every single day, yeah. all day. So talking about the, 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 the word, uh, you know, beginnings of taco, I'm going to do it if I can. Sing a little song, a little ditty. I'm going to do that as well. Now, I'm going to have some Supreme Court cases that are coming up that will affect all Americans. I'm going to break those down. You've also got a story about Stephen Colbert and his idiotic mm-hmm. crew that got in trouble for being in the Capitol. You know, and we'll have that after we come back from break as well. But if we don't take a breath, then it's, it's truly not our show. You know, that's, we, we, that's what our show is. Now, yeah. Sam, were you saying that you were listening to some morning show or watching something that I did a long time ago? You're like, man, you guys had a whole lot more fun. What was the story there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just looking through the archives and there was a lot of laughter, a lot of tears, and it was just so much fun. It was definitely like a morning, a, like an afternoon drive in right. the morning. It was it was really relaxing and fun. But uh, like we were talking about, I mean, Carrie used to be fun. I mean. No, That's do exactly not. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Okay. No, see, we, we have to let our hair down sometimes because Carrie really does want to bring the fun, but I keep her from doing that too often. So we're going to have more fun. Carrie, more fun. That's the word of the, of the day. I'm all for that. Okay. All right. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here.
Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. The Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Truth be told, I never saw one episode of Stephen Colbert, uh, his late show. Is it the late show or the late, late show? I'm not, is it the late show? or The late uh, show. I, it is the late show. Mm-hmm. So it's the same time slot that Letterman used to be on on CBS. It's 1130 I, Eastern, I, yes? I guess. I don't know. I don't it's just know. called Late Show. Because I think the Late Late Show would come on after the Late Show. And it was called the Late Show because it used to be late night on NBC, but then he went to CBS and it became the Late Show. And then I think, did Colbert take over right after Letterman? I think he did, right? I don't know. I've never seen it. I don't it. know. Paul, do you know? I don't. Sam, you know? I have no idea. I know he's CBS. I know Jimmy Fallon is the Tonight Show who took over after Conan O'Brien was given like a week, and then they got rid of him. Um, and then, um, I guess, after after Jimmy Fallon is somebody else, isn't there? I've, I've got to tell you something. I used to be a late-night talk show watcher. I haven't watched in many, many years, but I've never seen Stephen Colbert do that show. I used to think that that he had this pretty good shtick where he would pretend to be right-wing, but he wasn't, and then he would do satire to the point where it was kind of funny. But then they took him too seriously, and he went in front of Congress as the fake right-wing guy from The Daily Show. Um, the, the whole thing got very strange to me. But from what I've seen, even in the videos from The Late Show, he's just not funny. He's just not. I guess he's sarcastic, and I guess if you're into that kind of humor, you like it. But um, he's one of these elitists who said something about he hopes gas is $15 a gallon because he doesn't care. Um, I guess he drives a Tesla. Or he drives an electric vehicle, so he doesn't care what the gas prices are. He's one of those elitist guys that is protected by people with guns and then always acts outraged when somebody, you know, a bad guy does something with a gun. Well, I, I, I don't know if he sent his crew to the Capitol or if they went on their own, but they got arrested for being there when they shouldn't have been there. And I guess he he addressed it last night. Carrie, have you got something on this? Mm-hmm. From Fox News, Stephen Colbert addressed the recent arrest of his crew and production members who were caught and charged with being in an unauthorized area of a U.S. Capitol building last week. During Monday night's Late Show, Colbert downplayed the arrest as a very professional interaction between his staff and cautious Capitol Police officers. The host opened the show by asking the audience about their weekends before joking, well, I had an interesting one and some members of my staff had a memorable one. The Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm, the host continued. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. On Thursday, a group dubbed the Colbert Seven were arrested for unlawful entry in the Longworth House office building. Among those arrested was Robert Smigel, the puppeteer for Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, character on CBS's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. After they'd finished their interviews, my staffers were doing some last-minute puppetry and jokey make ups in a hallway when Triumph and my folks were approached and detained by Capitol Police, Colbert said. He continued a lot of paperwork for the Capitol Police, but a fairly simple story until the next night when a couple of the TV people started claiming that my puppet squad had, quote, committed insurrection at the U.S. Capitol building. Colbert claimed his staff was not in the main Capitol building, and he said he was shocked. He has to explain the difference, but an insurrection involves disrupting the lawful actions of Congress and howling for the blood. Mm. There's an ad. Why do they do that? Mm, mm. 
Just let us read the damn story. Uh, okay. Uh, Colbert claimed his staff was not in the main Capitol building. He said he was shocked. He has to explain the difference. He tagged the incident as first-degree puppetry, then blamed former President Trump for the January 6th Capitol riot. Oh, so it's Trump's fault somehow. Okay. <laughs> A couple of things. There was no insurrection on January 6th. Making up the term insurrection in reference to stopping the lawful actions of Congress, that's not what an insurrection is. An insurrection is an armed attempt to overthrow the government, which is not what happened on January 6th. And no, your people don't get a pass because they work for you. Um, Robert Smigel, if I remember this, Triumph the Insult Dog started on Conan um, back in the day when he did the the, the show after Late Night with David Letterman. Um, on NBC, or when he took over for, who the hell knows? These people all switched their seats, and they're all in different networks, and now they all suck. Bottom line is this. They should not have been in the building. They broke the law. They were not arrested for puppetry, like he said. And to try to lighten the impact of his staff doing something illegal, he went and made it into about Trump and the insurrection, the alleged insurrection. This is how dumb it is. So, um, uh, in other words... I'm an elitist. They should not have stopped our, our stupid little puppet crew, and we really didn't do anything wrong. Now, for my money, if you're going to be thrown in jail for a year and a half or two years or whatever the hell it's been um, because you went into the Capitol and you were not authorized, then perhaps this little crew should have done the same thing. But for what it sounds like, they got out pretty quickly. And that's, that's actually too bad because it's got to be the same equal justice for the same equal alleged crime. And that's not that doesn't appear to be what happens in this day and age whatsoever. Let me outline a few stories that are big stories uh, that are waiting Supreme Court uh, rulings. This is uh, a list from Fox News. And these are stories that you have heard of before. These are stories that you know of. And uh, you're probably waiting like I am for the, for the answers. Number five, Kennedy versus Bremerton School District. This is a high school football coach, Joseph Kennedy. He lost his job after he insisted on uh, reciting post-game prayers on the 50-yard line despite his employer, the Bremerton School District, instructing him to stop. Kennedy is claiming this violated his First Amendment rights to free speech and free exercise of religion, while the school district claims that a prayer from a public school employee ran afoul of the First Amendment's Establishment Clause. Let me just stop you there. I'll give you my opinion as we go. That's not true. There is nothing wrong with a, a school teacher or, a, or a, a, a football coach exercising his First Amendment. He is not the Congress. He is not establishing a religion. He is not forcing his religion on anybody else. Uh, the Establishment Clause basically says Congress shall make no law in regard to the establishment of religion. So like it was in England back in the day, you had King George saying that everybody's got to be Anglican. And if you're not Anglican, you'll be thrown in jail. You must be the religion we tell you to be. This coach is not telling anybody to be the religion that he is. He's just saying, I'm going to take a knee and pray to God and thank Jesus for getting us through the game. He didn't try to establish anything. The school district told Kennedy to stop reciting prayers on the football field after an opposing coach brought it to the principal's attention. He did temporarily, then notified the school that he would resume the practice. The situation garnered media attention. When Kennedy announced that he would go back to praying on the field, it raised security concerns. When, the, when he did pray after the game, a number of people stormed on the field in support, which, of course, they're allowed to do as free liberated Americans who have a First Amendment right to worship as they see fit. The school district then offered to let Kennedy pray on other locations before and after games or let or for him to pray in the 50-yard line after everyone else had left the premises, but he refused, insisting that that would continue, that he would continue his regular practice. So, I mean, to me, saying you can do it as long as we don't see you do it 
is a restriction of his ability to worship. Be very interesting to see that case. Next case is Biden versus Texas. This case centers on the Trump administration's migrant protection protocols, commonly known as the Remain in Mexico policy, under which migrants seeking asylum, this is illegal aliens seeking asylum, in the U.S. had to stay in Mexico as they awaited hearings. The Biden administration tried to repeal the policy but was blocked by a lower court. The crux of the case is whether the federal government can uh, use discretion in carrying out the program or if, as Texas and Missouri are arguing in their lawsuit, the policy is needed to comply with federal law that says migrants, illegal immigrants, cannot be released into the U.S. because the country lacks resources to detain everyone. And again, this is another no-brainer. Of course, they should stay in Mexico until they're adjudicated. Why, where Just let them in? You're not going to lock them up? Just let them in? Just go anywhere you want to go, and we'll eventually adjudicate you for asylum. And these asylum claims are denied 70 to 90% of the time. Between 70 and 90% of the time, they're denied asylum. Why are we letting them come here? It doesn't make any sense. be very interesting to, to watch that one. The next one is New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. This is a Second Amendment case. It's before the Supreme Court's the first one in more than a decade. The justices are poised to decide whether New York's process for obtaining a license to carry a concealed handgun is overly restrictive. The current rules require applicants to show proper cause for why they need to carry a firearm, and the government can exercise discretion in determining whether someone has satisfied that requirement. The result is that it's extremely difficult to obtain a license. Obviously, New York's um, law and rules and regulations on, on the Second Amendment are illegal. I mean, that's obvious. There really is no question on this one. This is like the Heller case in, I believe, in Washington or the case that was in Chicago where they tried to say you had to dismantle the gun to carry it from one part of your your house to another. I mean, this is a total infringement, and I think that this is going to make it easier for law-abiding citizens to carry guns, and maybe, just maybe, the criminals in New York State and New York City will not get away with the murder that they're literally getting away with. The next case is West Virginia versus the Environmental Protection Agency. This case, which is actually four cases consolidated to be decided together, is not centered on the hot-button political issues, but on the much drier world of agency action. Its outcome can perhaps have the greatest impact of all these cases. At issue is whether the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, has the power to issue sweeping rules that could overhaul industry practices and the country's electricity grids to address climate change. In 2015, the Obama administration's clean power plan aimed to reduce carbon emissions at power plants. The plan was blocked by the Supreme Court in 2016 and then repealed by the Trump administration and replaced by the less extreme Affordable Clean Energy ACE rule. After President Biden took office, however, the ACE rule became the subject of litigation that led to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals vacating the rule as well as the repeal of the clean power plan. The Supreme Court is now reviewing that decision. This will basically mean, will the federal government under Biden and Harris at all will they be able to put in place this green energy crap that they've been trying to force down our throats which will basically make believe me if this goes the wrong way you think gas prices at five dollars a gallon is a lot you're looking at eight or ten dollars a gallon and you're looking at getting rid of uh, clean coal and liquefied natural gas and fracking you're looking at an energy situation which is untenable if this goes the wrong way and the last case is dobbs versus jackson women's health organization the anticipation of a ruling for this case has already led to protests outside the Supreme Court and the homes of several justices, as well as an attempted murder charge against a man who allegedly plotted to kill Justice Kavanaugh. This was all sparked by the publication of a draft opinion by Justice Samuel Alito that, if published as the court's opinion, will overturn Roe v. Wade and eliminate the recognition of the constitutional right to abortion. 
which of course it should be overturned. Abortion is not mentioned at all whatsoever in the Constitution. Roe v. Wade should never have been passed in 1973. The bottom line is, if it's not in the Constitution, it's up to the states. The Tenth Amendment makes that so. So this case and any abortion case should go right back to the states. Several states in the Union, including New York, including California and several others, will still allow abortion. Other states like Texas and Florida and others, maybe Georgia, will not allow abortion. That's the way it should be. You can't just because the 14th Amendment, just because the 5th Amendment, just because the 4th Amendment, you can't just say, well, we're going to pretend like it's in there and then act like it's in there and rule like it's in there. It's not. If you're a textualist and you read the Constitution, if the word abortion shows up, send me an email because I'd like to see where it is. It doesn't. You know, it does show up the right to keep and bear arms. Yet that's being infringed all the time. Very, very interesting cases. Your thoughts on anything that I just brought up? Those five cases will affect your life in some way, shape, or form, whether you like politics or don't, whether you're into politics or not, whether you follow the Supreme Court or not. These cases will have an effect on your life. Your thoughts when we come back, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. 888-941-7247, 888-941-PAGS. Stop by J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Do me a favor and uh, follow over on Truth. It's at Joe Pags. MeWe at Joe Pags. Getter at Joe Talk Show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Joe Talk Show. Um, on TikTok, it's at Joe Pags, but it's not verified. Everywhere else, I'm verified. I don't know how to get verified on TikTok. I doubt they'll ever verify me. My my. my my account is always under some sort of uh, warning system on TikTok. We've got over 120,000 followers there now. We put up videos all the time. I've got a video that I'm probably going to put up after the show, and I'm going to actually share it with you here before we do that. Uh, let me remind you, though, that Congress can, anytime it wants, raise the debt ceiling. You know, I don't have enough money. Let's raise the debt ceiling. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, you can't do that in your personal life, obviously. And if you're under uh, underwater in debt... You're buried in bills. You're trying to keep up with all the credit cards, the signature loans, the internet loans, and timeshares. It's time to get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial has been doing a great job for 15 years helping people like you find a way to resolve their debts and cut their payments in half. Just give them a call. Ask them all the questions you've got at 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name, Joe Pags, to get this free book when you call and learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team, like-minded people, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, and no complaints ever. Give them a call. Total Financial, 800-833-9444. Ask for that free book, Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name, Joe Pags. Again, 800-833-9444. Make that happen and make it happen right now. So I'm floating around the internet, Carrie. And, uh, and there's your boy, Joe Biden. My boy. Um, and he's being, he's being questioned. Now, l- let me say this. I'm not saying this to Carrie. I'm saying those who are watching and listening. Talk to your doctor before you take any of these experimental shots. This mRNA technology, the inventor himself, Dr. Robert Malone, came on and said there's 
big time risk to this. It goes everywhere in your body. The spike proteins don't stay just in the lungs to fight COVID. If you don't have comorbidities, I'm telling you to go and talk to your doctor and get advice from your doctor, not the FDA, not the NIH, not, not Fauci, and not Joe Biden. And all this push to get children somehow um, to take the shot is nuts to me. If the child doesn't have a comorbidity and there isn't a medical professional who says your kid needs this or else he or she might die from COVID, then you shouldn't even be considering it. But I'm floating around the internet and I run into this piece of video where Joe Biden is being questioned by somebody about the availability of the vaccines. Keep on calling it a vaccine. It's an EUA shot. But the availability of vaccines after kids get it. And listen to what he says. You have, I know you're looking for more money from Congress for the, this vaccine campaign and for, for COVID funding going into the fall. Uh, how much of the supply of vaccines for these small children uh, is there? And, and how many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. I'm sorry, Carrie, did you hear what he just said? Mm-hmm. More money for a second pandemic? I mean, I'm not making it up, right? He just said we need more money for a second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States just literally said that. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I try to be as even-handed as I possibly can be, but I'm just I'm just going on what this guy said. And what this guy just said was there's going to be another pandemic. Is he planning for another one before the midterm? Maybe more mail-in ballots? What the hell was that? And will that be ignored now? Carrie did get it Probably, right, right? Yeah, that is what I heard him say. Well, we, we of course, will follow up on that tomorrow. Let's do some pop culture. Pop! Dirty pop. Come on, dude. I mean, my God, the guy just said it. Follow what's going on. All right, so I think you'll find this a little interesting since you're uh, such a big Grease fan. Uh, Grease. Do you know the actress Donna Mills? She was in Knott's Landing back in the day? Yes. Okay, yes. so apparently she didn't know at the time, but later on she found out that Sandy was actually based off of her. Stop it. I can't. But, but Donna Mills isn't from Australia. No, but I guess the guy who, who wrote the... The musical went to school with wow. her and later found out it was it was based on her. Jim Jacobs was the guy. No. What do we know? Why? That's terrible. It's terrible. We gotta go. That's Polo. That's Carrie. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.